0: Do you want any life coaching? Because I can help get <laughs> you on a track in 2018. That's
1: <laughs> life coaching for you, 69.com. Oh, dot oh, in a session with someone
0: is like, how often do you eat pizza? They're like, never. I only eat gluten-free meals, mostly vegetable plates. Like, there's your problem. I want you to come back next week and tell me how many times you've eaten pizza and how many times you've eaten pizza accompanied by Pepsi. We'll talk then. Let's see how you do. Good luck. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit.
2: Hello and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, what I believe to be episode 213, and this is the place where conversation is the foundation for higher thoughts. I am your human bard of this program. My name is Bo Schwartz, and joining me today, as always, is our elf druid, our elfin druid, Michael Hodgins. Michael, hello. <coughs> it's Wood Elf. Oh, Wood Elf. I'm a wood Elf. Par- <inaudible> pardon me, Saraka Lale. I think that's Elvish for, I'm sorry, I don't know. And also joining us is a guy who hasn't made his character yet because he's a procrastinator and thinks someone will do it for him. I don't know his name because he doesn't have a character sheet, but
1: this guy's here too. Welcome. Hey, it's me, Crofton, and my character's name is Erasmus the Dazzler. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm totally leading that way. Okay. I
0: enjoyed enjoy. last time we played that you were a halfling rogue because it seems appropriate. This time you should be a human rogue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that also seems appropriate. Yes, yes it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna play D anD D this weekend. We're starting a campaign. I joked that like uh, Bo was Bo was saying about uh, Mike's class being potentially overpowered in the end game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, and, and I laughed out loud, recognizing that the end game will be when my daughter goes to university it or something.
0: Last time we played, and I think we played for a year, or was it? Could it could even have been two. Yeah, maybe. We got to level four, I think. It took a long time, and it was good level. slow progress.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it's Also, true. the
0: thing I remember about it was always almost dying. Like, Really feeling like, oh, oh, we're dead this time. And, so, and I think Bo, the dungeon master at that time, took pity on us and let us live a little bit.
2: Yeah, well, Potentially. You know, got to put together a good narrative and give always give your players an out. But I am not dungeon mastering. I get to play a bard, and I have the best cantrip ever. It's called Vicious Mockery. And it's basically I just shoot insults at people, and I'm hard at work writing limericks because when I actually shoot it out, I'd like to say something insulting. Hopefully with a sing-song voice and hopefully have it rhyming. The best insulter. It's way. a lot of
1: work on the fly.
2: Yeah, I might not are... be able to get it done for the first session, but you know, uh, yeah.
1: I really like. I really appreciate how you're doing all this sort of work to build up your role playing, and yet I'm still going to have a better character than you. You say that, but I don't think so. It's me, Bo. I'm what brings this party. Your together. character
2: will think also... it's a better character, and that will be your character.
1: I
0: can I can I just point out that this game isn't about being best character. Yeah. Uh, it's a cooperative game in which we should work together. It's to overcome
1: something. That's true. That's basically sure. gonna be my character in a nutshell. Wow, you're really stretching. Mm. Um, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> well, you got you know you got to play within your uh, your boundaries, man. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like a, a Tom Hanks. Uh, a, sorry, a Tom Cruise type actor. Bo is the Tom Hanks. Uh, I think I'm more of a Tom Cruise. Russell Crowe. I'm, I'm Tom Selleck. Look, they have to be Toms. I don't make the rules. Oh.
0: I was gonna say, like, you should have picked Kevin Costner because no nobody plays Kevin Costner better than Kevin Costner. I've noticed that. He plays Wait. that guy in every movie he's ever been in.
1: If you're Tom Cruise and he's Tom Hanks, and I'm Tom Selleck, we could be a party and call ourselves the Peeping Toms.
2: (laughs) I'm not doing that.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right, just a thought. I
2: mean, it's it's a nice confluence of coincidence, but ultimately, I don't want to be in a group of people known as the Peeping Toms. Although, Mike, before the show, was complaining how we didn't have a cultural tribe to associate with. Perhaps Um, the Peeping Tom tribe. Will be for him.
0: I don't think so, Bo. Come on. <laughs> well, I was really, you know, putting my heart out there to you that I'm of no culture. But don't but but but, but
2: maybe you would, you, you know, you would find shared values. Peeping dolls aren't pedophiles. like sexual misconduct. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll look into that. It is sexual misconduct. That is true. But hey, yeah. uh, all right. So do I segue here? Because I want to say, speaking of sexual <laughs> misconduct, Speaking we get to of a random topic, but here's know... a machine
1: that I've had relations with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that There's you want.
0: with that. It's you... the way of the future. All right,
2: we're just gonna
1: segue now.
2: I, I, I felt like Crofton had something he wanted to talk about, but maybe it's the moment's gone.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I didn't see a good way that I could talk about me going to kindergarten orientation for my child with your sexual sort of deviance with regards to D&D. Yeah, it was and
2: quite... I couldn't, I, you can't segue into speaking of sexual
1: misconduct. Crofton, how was your visit? How That's... was your kindergarten orientation? That's really bad. kind of a, a sketch, so I was like, let's just go with the random right, topic. Right. I'll have mercy on our listeners well, this time. Has we can kindergarten told, told you? orientation next time. Has
2: anyone ever told you how selfless you are and how much of a great quality that is in you and makes your great Don't Don't go down this road. I mean, it truly is astounding. But anyway, speaking of things that are astounding...
0: (laughs) I've never met a finer man than Crofton Steers. Okay, let's move on. We should rename this
1: (laughs) podcast Crofton and
2: Friends.
1: (laughs) All right, Mike, pull the random topic
2: generator. (laughs) There it is.
0: Uh, The topic today is conventions.
2: Oh, conventions. This is something I
0: feel like Bo has
2: lately been on a convention kick. Uh, I went to one convention. Two. (laughs) Two. Two. What was the other? Oh, it's true. It's two conventions. That's right. Nerdtacular. Nerdtacular, I guess technically a convention didn't feel. What else is it? It just felt like a really large family gathering.
0: Oh, that oh that's
2: it's sweet. not like because now that I've especially since that I've been to BlizzCon and saw the tens of thousands of people. I think attendance was reportedly forty thousand. uh you know, Nerdtacular is like a thousand or so. It's not nearly as packed. Yeah, full that's of people. small town compared. I mean, a thousand is a lot. It's a considerable <laughs> convention. It's uh, unheard of, I think, in podcasting for sure um
0: but also like but, it's funny that you say, you're you like it felt like a small family i'm like i'm like i know like six people
2: that's how many people i know <laughs>
0: basically i'm like a thousand i'm like i can't really do it yeah like there's a lot
2: of people and there's a lot of people to meet and it's overwhelming but there were a yeah. lot of people that i'm going to remember longer uh and 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 have it was a it, it was a friendlier it sounded like yeah the scale was a lot
0: yeah. more intimate that's a that's a also, right. it's
2: kind of unfair because I kind of went there as part of. Well, we're just jumping right into it. Remember, we got to give context for people. Uh, conventions? What is a convention? <laughs> so what, not, not, what is a convention? It's fine. Conventions where a bunch of people gather to celebrate some shared interest. Could be movies. And we comic just say Comic Con. Everyone knows what yeah. Comic Con yeah.
1: is. So, so it can be to celebrate a shared interest, but it can be for business reasons. Like trade shows are, and oh, yeah. and they have like yeah. like conventions for brands and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's
2: like it's this confluence of people, usually for the purpose of of industry, whether it's entertainment industry or, you know, there's stuff for sale there. There's announcements about stuff that's going to be for sale, shit like that, um, for the most part. That's where I'd say Frog Bands is like this, there's little vendor, you know, people vendoring arts and crafts and things, but it just it didn't feel that way to me. And also, I was there as. The difference was I was there as a frog pants host, which is kind of like what the show is, even though I would say, you know, I'm relatively minor on that scale. Um, You're a big man on campus. I wasn't there as like someone who's like, I just really love this frog pants content. So I'm going. I was there as like an invitee in a way. Whereas with BlizzCon, you weren't dressed as like people didn't fly to to Anaheim to come see me. They went to go see, you know, Blizzard stuff. So and, and take pictures with Ben Brode. Like I did. Did I tell you guys I took a picture of Ben Broad? <laughs>
1: <I told us laughs> like All right. Anyway. Times. <laughs> uh, um, but, but
2: the the anyway. So that's it, it's kind of like also unbiased because it just was different experience. I think so. But anyway. But you're it's... always
1: you're always going to be biased based on your personal experiences at conventions. One thing that I find really funny about conventions, the, it, when talking about it, is I have opinions about them. I don't think that I've really been to, like, maybe I, I've been to trade shows. I don't, I don't think it's that's. Not a, a it's not the same thing, right? No. Like, so I, like, and this is the thing, I keep meaning to, like, every year, Ottawa has, like, a, con, uh, the city we live in has a Comic Con and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, oh man, there's, I see photos from other people going, it looks like a lot of fun. There's a lot. There's a you know a lot going on, um, a, a lot of stalls of of stuff to sell. There's like a gaming one and all that stuff uh, as well. And I think, oh man, I sh- I should go, but I have never been to one, so my opinion is not informed by experience. That's for sure.
0: But well, it's it makes sense around the shared basic interest. And I just have you guys ever watched? Oh, I think I was talking to you about this Kimmy Schmidt, the Unbreakable
2: Kimmy Schmidt. Oh my god. I'm going no, to try, yeah, try and keep my patience. It's they're, like they're, the wackest television show ever. But anyway, It's continue. pretty funny, but there was this bit It's not weird. funny. I, I suffered through six episodes. It's like, what the... Heck? This is so bad. Anyways. Anyways, there was... The it's upsetting news that you like Dates, this show. Just
0: let me finish my thing. Dates this guy who's a construction worker, and he was gone to All the right. construction convention, con ConCon dressed as <laughs> look, he's laughing. Bo's laughing to care That's good. So he was at CONCON con, dressed as his favorite industrial adhesive or something like that, which was and, and so also talked about when people go to these things, they're fans of it. You know, there's a lot of dressing up cosplay as they call it. I mean obviously there's no con. con. That would probably be I would be maybe likely to
1: go to that one.
2: Wouldn't a con, con be for convicts?
1: Or convicts convention. But do they or have a conventions convention of people who like to go to conventions? Con con. There
0: could be lots of con cons.
1: That's why it would get confusing. That would be a great premise
2: for a movie that a con went to the wrong con con because there's two con cons going on at the same time in town and money gets stolen. There's a plot for you. Let's go to Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, when I think of these things, I always think of Star
0: Trek Trekkie conventions and I think of the broader, it's funny, comic cons, which are all over the place, which sort of are nerd, you know comic movies gaming all kind of rolled in uh together but but i think of like the trekkie ones as having their own it was like my first exposure to the idea of conventions was seeing i think there was a documentary called trekkies like years ago yeah and we're seeing it and being like oh yeah people are into this stuff and you go and you because you know.
1: it uses the term convention it's just funny because like there's shows like say uh, uh the fish the fishing and outdoor life show and it's like sort of a, it's like a trade show or whatever, but like <coughs> I've been fishing, <laughs> fishing and fishing and uh, people and, and enthusiasts will go will go to that. There's a pet there's a pet show. There's a lot of these shows, but they're not like. They're not branded as con, you know conventions, right? Yeah, I right? don't
0: think they are too cuz there's so much about selling things or Yeah,
1: I guess that's true. Like the sh- they're more about sh- selling things where the con- conventions are more about like bringing people t- together, having these panels and all that. And definitely San Diego Comic-Con is one of the huge like markers in the gaming space E3, the Entertainment Expo is um is uh, is, is huge. Uh, and yeah, so there's a there's a bunch there's a bunch of these like really really big ones, and I'll be honest, like if you have an interest that aligns with these things, I've always been like uh, tempted to go to some of these big ones where like you know in the gaming space there might be games available for play on the floor that are not released yet or in development, there might be panels with with people who made them um and all that like i can totally see if you have a hobby that has a convention based around it that you can really like it, it, get immersed in it and also be surrounded by people that have a similar this similar interest so like i often make the joke about like you know people going to meet people in a bar and the only thing that they have in common When they see each other, aside from like maybe being physically attracted to each other, they know they met in a bar. So if you don't like going to bars, but you go to bars to try to pick up ladies, well, then you're sending – right away, a conflicting signal because, yes, it's possible that that lady also hates going to bars but is, like, looking at, being like, I'll go to see if I can meet a guy, but mostly if you see somebody in a location, the first thing you have in common is that location. So a convention, a convention is, you know, you go there, you see someone, be it, you know, a friend, uh, a love interest, doesn't matter who, you know right off off the bat, you have a foundation of commonality, right? And so that's attractive, especially for certain people that are like, that are trying to find, like Mike had just, we we talked about Mike's culture thing uh, before the show. But like the idea of searching for your subculture or searching for your group or your tribe or whatever, I mean, it provides a venue in which to do that.
2: Hmm. 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 But it, it's got to be more than just the venue though, right? Like it's it's the content that's there.
0: Yeah, it's got to be the – yeah, obviously. But that's what – I think Croft was talking about that. It's that shared – when you go to the place, you know that the people there are like, hey, I also okay. like this yeah. stuff. You go to a yeah. Star Trek convention, you're not going to find that many people be like, I hate Star Trek. I just bought to come here so that I can – Wait, you like up.
1: Star Trek? You nerd. I hate you. <laughs> I'm like, why are you here? It's like, uh, I don't, yeah, I should go somewhere else. Like,
0: exactly. You're not going to find anyone like that there. You're going to find people. You're going to find an echo chamber. Is
2: what you're gonna yeah. find, which is great. Sometimes you want to just be around people who like yeah. the stuff you like. You go to a trek convention and you say something like, "I am curious, what is the entomology of that idiom?" And people are gonna be like, "Yeah!" And if you do that over in the Red Oak, they'll be like, "Fuck you!" and smash their mug over your neck or something. Would you say, "Nerd?" Yeah, I get, it. I get it. I, it's yeah, it's and it's
1: meeting like I mean that's in that's a, an extra of the conventions because the reason you're drawn there is for. You know, be it panels, be it scoops, be it ex- shared experiences, be it whatever
2: your your John
1: your dress dress, and all that sort of stuff but but then you make it it, it provides uh sort of um uh, the context for making friends a lot easier than it would be to find friends with those similar interests. now the internet enables a lot of that stuff. So you can go into subreddits or whatever and find your different groups and try to organize things I but to on me, well like i don't know i'm just saying like <laughs> it's you, like you're gonna, you find, can, you're gonna find your troll community <laughs> somewhere <laughs> yeah. you gotta you can find people online and and say like hey do you want to do a meetup for this or that you know yeah it's um, almost
2: the reverse where friends you've made that you're barred from you know going out to have dinner with you can do in person for the purpose of a convention if you travel like, like, you can go there to make friends, but you could also go there to deepen bonds you've already created thanks to the internet.
1: For sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you see people that are, you know, you, you've been in touch with people and you go to a communal sort of convention. That said, I like, that's the positive. It does seem like... Like, I'm attracted to things I like and then go into the convention. But then sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, what would I be exactly getting out of that convention? So, like, am I going to get, like, free stuff? Am I going to get, like, some sort of scoop? I gave the examples of playing games that are in development or whatever at a gaming convention. So there's a value add there for me. But the thing is the bullshittery to get to those things like maybe line lineups out the door that start at 6 a.m. with people full of body odor and like just whatever. Uh, you know, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe that stuff is not worth it. Who's like, your favorite
2: is... actor that you'd want to meet?
1: <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm having a hard time with Matt Damon right now. It's a long story. His views on the Me two movement have been really troubling to okay. me. So, uh,
2: um, Well, let's just pretend.
1: It's that, Matt Damon. That didn't it's happen. It's Matt Damon. Damon.
2: <laughs> like, and if I said, "Hey, guess what? Going to dinner with Matt Damon. Do you, and Jesse, want to come?" And you're feeling pretty lazy, but you'd probably be like, "Oh shit, I have to hang out with Matt Damon. That's probably all right. I'm, I'm going to make an effort." But if I told you, "Come, to, Matt Damon's coming to the convention," and a lot of times, especially the entertainment industry conventions and comic cons, there's the slim chance to meet and or wait in a long line to get a picture photo op maybe and let's say Matt Damon's going to be at this thing in Ottawa all you have to do is you know drive or bus to the EA center to go do you take a pass on it cuz there's some cool Look,
1: people I- that come every year here I've been lobbying for Damon Conn to come to the EY Center for years, but it's, <laughs> what do you it's... like
0: so much? I mean, <laughs> <it's> all right.
1: <laughs> uh, he's no, got I'm some repressed homosexuality in there. Just leave him alone. No, Don't make fun it, of me. I got
0: nothing against him,
1: but I mean, he's not <laughs> that great. It would depend. Like to answer your question, it again, it would if if you were advertising like the actual opportunity to meet a celebrity i've never really been big on it and if it happened organically i I wouldn't be opposed to it but the idea of going in a line and paying 50 bucks and having somebody sign something because they were paid money to do it and they're generally let's face it they're not matt damon they're like ensign you know what's what's the guy beverly crusher's son there will Uh, will wheaton yeah, but what's Will, Will Wheaton is amazing, Wesley Crusher? That's Wesley it, Wesley Crusher. Uh-huh. Like, so I can meet Wesley Crusher. Don't tell me Wesley Crusher doesn't go to conventions,
2: he didn't for a long time, and then he started to. And like, he's eclipsed his Wesley Crusherdom. He's like, he's next level nerd, like, he's a big time celebrity. You got to do a better example. You know who it needs to be? Who's the guy, Barkley, Barkley from Star Trek? You remember Barkley, Mike? Yeah, Like Barkley, like he's the you know he's yeah, in every now and the then actors, he's in an episode yeah. and he's like super smart but he's constantly he's in a bunch of up. episodes. He was like a B level character. Yeah, so yeah, like I
1: he's... don't want to like to go it's pay like... twenty five dollars in line to meet Barkley. Like, like <laughs> there you go, that works. Thank you. But even like a lot of at the conventions, a lot of it is like Patrick Stewart and John luc Picard. There are bigger names, and I can't see the appeal. Like we have a. Uh, a friend, Mike Jason Pepe, who goes to those conventions all the time and posts all the photos with with all these uh, with all these celebrities, and and I, and I'm often thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, like that, you know, that seems like fun, but really, it's just like it's just like a, a funny moment. You probably say two words, you're like, here's money, and then you you know you move on. Yeah, but you got on, to so. meet
2: somebody who's culturally significant, and it's yeah, maybe. It, there's but a I'm fun to it. There's a fun to it. I know Mike is like. I feel like his soul f- left, fled. His, he's barely spoken, and every time I say cele- the word "celebrity" or a celebrity's name, I see his like face just like I feel. I see pain. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. In the force. I, look,
0: I, I don't. I don't understand this stuff. Like, I, I just don't understand. Okay, what, but let's like, get off like, the celebrity
2: bit because it's about convention. Well, no, but
0: but you were just like, all, like talk about some actor you'd want to meet. I'm like, I don't want to meet an actor. Okay, Why do I
2: want to meet an actor? I know how you feel about celebrities. Well, no, but you're trying at a to convention. Get,
0: you you just crapped on me for not talking and not, <laughs> not letting me talk. So. I just I don't really understand it at all yeah. all this stuff. like I can like I don't understand why if you enjoy something like a movie or a series of comic books um, or game, and I do enjoy a lot of those things like um what, what about we bullying? I used to be a Star Wars fan before Ryan Johnson destroyed it for me. Uh, <laughs> but even so, I call myself a star <laughs> Wars fan. I'm like, if Mark Hamill, who who i'll be like yeah i like luke skywalker was here in ottawa at comic-con i'd be like i'm not gonna go meet him like why would i (laughs) i'm like i like star wars i appreciate that he acted in i don't why am i why am i gonna meet him like be like what was Tatooine really like I mean what I interested in is like a story that captures me at some point or another I'm like the actor who played okay. them all that's gonna do okay. is burst a bubble so, of any kind of a- escapism I've had yeah. I'm like I don't want to meet the people who behind the scenes are something it just I just don't okay, understand okay. it like, okay
2: yeah and so we know that we've talked about celebrity a lot in the show and I did ask you, so I don't mean to be rude, but I kind of, I, I don't want to go, I, awesome. I don't want to spend 20 minutes talking about how you hate celebrities and think that stuff is dumb because you've you said it, you've covered it. But I do want to hear from you about what kind of a convention would you want to go to? What do you like enough that it would be of interest to you to meet like-minded people? I, a podcasting I, you know, convention? Thing, a, I think I'm the
0: wrong person to ask about this because I think I'm just comfortable kind of being...
2: No wonder you don't have like, a tribe like, or a culture. You're like, thing.
1: Yeah, oh, like I can meet it. people if, that if are I into the same culture. things as me. Fuck no. <laughs>
0: what? Stop interrupting me. You wanted to hear my opinion. Because I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, what convention would I go to? And I'm like... I don't think I'd go to one. Like, I'm just like... Because even stuff like... Because it occurred to me that there are writer conventions. And I'm like... I used to be into writing. I still dabble a little bit. But I'm like... Eh, I wouldn't go to a writer's convention. Like, I don't really care about meeting another, any writer's... I mean, I do it because I enjoy the process. I don't expect to be a famous writer or probably even publish anything at this point in my life. But that is not why I'm writing. Something. I'm like, what am I going to go to a convention for? To be like, hey, look at this person who's been successful Well, I've not. I'm like, what's that going to do for me? But what you know? about like,
2: process rather than rather than celebrity? Like, what about a? Because writing, you say writing, and these aren't conventions, but they do have like, like I think at NAC and stuff, like these week long like writer workshops or places you can go, like you can audit. Is that anything like that? Like, it's not quite convention, but those can be features of conventions. Panels. Panels. Like, let's do a panel about how hard is it to write science fiction in a saturated market. You know, would you ever want to go hear a talk? Like, well, the thing is, is that
0: these things all exist already. Like, I mean, I don't know why I'd go to the thing when I can just listen to a podcast. Or there's so much content available that I'm just like I'm interested in ideas and information constantly. Right. And, um, and you know, and, and I like I've been talking recently, I'm into this Sam Harris podcast and I, I like the stuff he's into. He talks about and he does the live shows and they talk they have an interesting conversation, a good debate. Uh, and I'm just like, would I go to that, I'm like I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? What am I going to do? Sit in the audience, I'm like, what I'd like to do. The worst part is, and, and I think Crofton was saying this a little bit, where I just don't have this view of people being sort of ab- above me, and I don't mean that in the sense that I, I, like, and I don't, you know, joke about Crofton being a narcissist, and I and i don't think that's the, that's actually the case i think it's a persona and mm-hmm. myself as well like i'm just definitely not a narcissistic place but like something like sam harris like i could go i could listen to his podcast and hear him have a conversation or our podcast for that matter right and i would enjoy doing that but to go and sit in an audience and listen to it i'd be like i'd be interested in having a conversation with him or 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 anybody else who i thought was an interesting person but you're not going to ever get that at a convention at a convention you're going to get or any sort of those venues you're going to get thousands of people who are like hey put your arm around this person and then leave i'm like why like what am i going to get out of that i'm like if i could have a conversation with someone whose work i admired i'd be all into that that's not a convention and you and you know that bo it's it's uh, no, super
2: no it's I, super I actually surface
0: so, so because you who I are disagree. a b-level internet celebrity and that's a compliment by the way don't take it disparagingly. <laughs> Uh, went to a convention and, and lots of people knew you, and you were like, "Oh, you know, your B level. Saying, That's pretty good, Bo. I'm a like X level.
1: <laughs> I would, I would go at least like D level, maybe. No, I'm uh, way uh, further down than that. Uh,
0: but it'd be like you, no, even you, who said who, who potentially, you know, you, you know, people who like the work you do. I think you're a talented guy. I can understand when people be like, Hey, Bo, I love what you do." But you said there were like too many people to talk to. You felt bad to some extent. You couldn't give people the attention you wanted. Now imagine you're like Patrick Stewart, Jean Luc Picard himself, who was probably a nice dude, and if you'd got to talk to him, it'd probably be pleasant. He can't talk to thirty thousand people. It's impossible. And I'm just like, what am I going to get over there and be like, oh my god, I touched the sleeve of his Armani
2: jacket? I'm like, who cares? You know, I don't well, understand that. Let me let me say this. You're absolutely right about everything except the the b level you're I'm not I'm there, not a Bo? b level I think I'm d like Crofton said yeah like, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A b uh, is like I mean like you have like your a listers and like b I'd put like the critical roles like that yeah but I also star, sp-
0: like Bo, I said inter b level internet celebrity once you're an internet celebrity you're already down at like I don't I don't think there, you
2: understand what being an internet celebrity be I don't think you appreciate. How some internet celebrities are more famous than like Brad Pitt or whatever in this day and age. Who? I I know who Brad Pitt is. Who I know, you know that about? you don't know because you don't barely touch a computers. So well,
0: that's what I'm saying. But yeah, I know who these other people are. Look, anyways, but, let's not but hang, hang on. Go. I didn't fin- Hang oh. on.
2: I need to finish. I need to review. Oh yeah. Yeah. god, damn it! I, huh? I didn't. I tr- he's he's distracted me with argumentations. But um, I agree <laughs> with Crofton. D level, you know, maybe E. But like um, what I was going to say is the one thing that you're missing, the one thing that you're missing about all of this, that maybe because you don't go isn't there because all of the things that you said are true about my experiences as we've talked is just like I don't have enough time with people. I felt bad in a lot of situations where it's like, hey, how's it going? I got to go. But uh, there's there's an instinct in humanity to undergo pilgrimages. And the thing I've learned, and I've never, I've never undergone, I've never traveled anywhere. I haven't even traveled locally to go to conventions until this year. And the thing that is interesting is that the journey to the place that you go and then have it be a thing, there's something to it, and it could just be a serotonin thing or whatever, but there's something to the idea of making a pilgrimage to something that matters to you. Now, I'd never go to Mecca or any spiritual place because I'm an atheist and I don't do that kind of stuff. But I'm sort of realizing the value of if someone has like shared interest in like art or in any of the things you do, it's kind of pleasurable to make the pilgrimage, even though it's like a huge hassle to get on a plane and pack bags and stuff. Anyways, I just want to throw that out there. And it's like no, a lot of people neat, might not get anything, like that but they're coming to, you know, it's some sort of spiritual thing to go to a Trek convention halfway across the globe because that's the one. It's not just too. that, though.
1: No, but it, it, it is. I I do see that element of that, though. Like, going to E3, going to the San Diego Comic-Con. Like, if I was going to that, that would be, in a way, sort of how I think. But, look, it's like I was telling all my listeners I was at CroftCon last week. Um, th- That's you and
0: your wife and your kid?
1: Yeah. See, the thing is, is like when you look at the appeal, you dissect the appeal of conventions, you, you, you look at it from, say, first, the people that would create a convention. So let's let's go with a smaller one, like the frog pants one that Bo went to. Like, let's say GBB was this huge hit. We had a ton of fans. We keep getting letters all the time. We're just <laughs> like, we're dealing with the Twitter. We're dealing with all this stuff. At one point, we selfishly, except maybe Mike, would want to engage with our fans in some way or provide, like, uh, engage with them in a live capacity, both in terms of a brand building exercise, because it's truly what it is, um, but also in terms of just like meeting some of these people that have been supporting us and love what we do. So I totally understand the appeal from the convention creator side of things, you know. Also, on the pure selfish level it's a big ego stroke because you're at this convention that is essentially designed to you know to worship the stuff that you do now i know it's a partnership i know it's i know there's a lot to it it's much more complicated than that but at its core these people are all united as fans of you and the stuff that you do right or the stuff that we would do in this case or what you guys do with me um but but so I, I get that. But and on the user side, I totally get Bose Bose pilgrimage analogy. The idea like that this thing, or be it a, uh, be it an entertainment property or whatever, is such a big piece of my life. I spend so much time, you know, listening with it and engaging with it that I am going to make the efforts to unite with other people that feel as strongly about it as me. And and there's an appeal to that. I totally get it. I'm not a convention person. I know it. Just because I look at all these things and I think about it and I'm like, oh, maybe I'd go to that. Oh, Comic-Con's in Ottawa. I I like a lot of that geek stuff. Maybe I could find some old comics. But I don't go. Like, I don't go. So I'm clearly not a convention person. Sometimes I'll see the lineup and I'll be like, hey, those are going to need celebrities. But I don't go. But does that mean that I dis I begrudge the existence of conventions or think that they're a bad thing for all the people that do like them? I don't know. Like, they're still pretty. They're still kind of bullshitty in many ways. Like, their the their raison d'être, the reason to exist, is is nebulous and depends on, on on convention to convention. But I there's a lot of people that really really love them, and I don't see really what aside from my personal annoyances of going to one and being like oh god there's so many people fuck get off of me whatever i, I'm, I know i'm Crofton. Uh, besides that sort of stuff like i don't i don't know what would be bad about the convention i guess like yeah
2: i mean there's you're right like it's it's mainly i think it's a big hassle to go and to uproot yourself and i think I think it's like a lot of things when you're not in the habit of doing something, then you don't do it. So you don't see its value. You don't feel it. You don't have that, you know, push to go. So, because there are a lot of negatives to keep in mind with it. Like there are, like you said, Oh, everyone's crowded around me. There are points where it's too crowded and there's too many people and it's irritating, but there's kind of this feeling too, at the end of a really big con where it's like, Oh, it's so quiet. Where's everybody, you know, like it's, there's a sadness to it as well. Um, I wanted like to, coming I, I, down on something, but in yeah.
1: Mike Star Wars thing, like when you were Mike, when you were talking about your hatred for Rian Johnson, and you were saying, but it, it made me think, it, it made me think about how you really wanted to see Star Wars with Bo and I, because you knew that we were huge Star Wars fans, right? Well, and, more that and,
0: we're that we're friends and we like the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that we're friends, but also like, <laughs> you're like no, that's sort of.
2: No, no, no not it. it's not no. it's not it's we're the friends that share. Cultural values. We're
1: we're, sh- we're <laughs> friends that share that that interest. Sure. Like I have a lot of friends that I would go see Star Wars with, and there wouldn't be that like sort of whatever uh, c- conversation afterwards that could be deep into the nerd realm or whatever. And like you know, Star Wars has a has a, has a big convention, um, and in in which they sometimes will like screen a movie or an episode of the Clone Wars or whatever that sort of stuff. And then, like, I mean, I get it's for the most passionate, it's for the biggest, hugest fans, and it's taken up a huge part of their lives and stuff. But then it's like they have these, you know, that like everybody who's sitting down and you talk, it, it, it has that shared cachet, and, and you can talk to them afterwards and say, like, hey, wasn't that cool and all that, and. It, it's a it it's it's just sort of like an unspoken language that's in the in the con, convention. I can I can totally appreciate that because as I get older, my interests become more and more niche or or more like uh you know like Bo and I le- both like video games, but do we like the same video games? Mm, not really, you know, like uh and a lot of stuff like that, right? So it splinters and conventions kind of un- unite in groups in that way. Yeah, it's like I was thinking,
0: you know, because some of these things, though, it, like you can't talk about this stuff to me without talking about fandom to some extent, um, because, you know, that's what these things are. You're a fan of something. You love something. There's a culture built up around it, <clears throat> and, you know, being someone who's, I've consumed a lot of, um, you know, entertainment products and, 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 like, books, and, you know, I was recently loving Game of Thrones is a huge thing. I don't know if there's conventions around this stuff yet, but I feel like it's only a matter of time. Are there, Crofton, you know about this? Are there?
1: There Game of Thrones
0: convention. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Is so, there?
2: I thought it was just I, general ones. Is there a specific Game of Thrones convention? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's Googling
1: it. <laughs> yeah, go- Googling it. The first uh, one that came up was Con of Thrones. Con of Thrones. So,
0: okay, like... Um, so just using that as an example, but Harry Potter maybe is another another good one um, that has. I a lot guarantee
1: of, that as a convention, yeah,
0: that has a lot of fandom around it. And um, you know, what, you know so who was, has like,
1: a big
2: convention here in Canada? Doctor Who. They bring out sure, all their Doctor homemade who. Daleks and have like a Dalek fashion show. Yeah, okay, it doesn't really matter. I'm yeah. pick one that I that
0: I personally haven't. So Harry Potter is maybe a better one. It's more. It's been around long enough that there's for sure a convention somewhere about that. Well, I read Harry Potter books. I love those books. Like, Actually, it's funny. I never finished a series. But when I first when I first like sat down with the first book, they were just coming out, right? It was only three books in. I was like, this is great. I loved it. Uh, second book, I loved it. Third book. You know, I, I've loved all the ones I've read. And at some point, I'll go back and reread them all the way through. Uh, I realized, like, I read them, I guess, maybe getting – I wasn't as young as, say, when I was into star Wars, which I feel like I have more of a fandom about me about it. But I realized like reading that or consuming these things, any of these things, it's like a, it's a personal experience, right? Like when you read a book and and you love and you like it, that's something that's happening in my head alone in a, in a room. I I love, to- I I don't mind talking about the book or what I thought of it with someone else who's interested. I'd be happy to have a conversation about characters or whatever. But beyond that, like, like well, you so watch a movie like,
1: you're in a theater with like
0: yeah but it's still it's a personal it's it's still a personal thing like when i'm in a movie i don't really care that there's other, i've watched lots of movies alone and i'm i, I care i don't so much so, but so the thing is what i find happens it's like it's like so you like a thing and then it's like you want more you don't want the thing to end you know like i, I i'm sure you guys have all had this but like i feel like with these one or two of the Harry Potter books, when I got to the end, I was like, Oh, I want more. Or any other book that you're really in, or that I
1: quit the series. Fuck That
0: <laughs> it was just too long between them. Same thing with with Game of Thrones now, where I'm like, Damn, George R. R. Martin is gonna be dead, it's never gonna be finished. And uh, so the thing is, you want more, right? And it's like, but it's a finite thing, you, you had like it's like an emotional experience. I was sad when I finished reading Lord of the Rings the first time, I'm like, Oh, I want more. That's it. And and it's like I feel like it's a desire for this thing that you had a personal experience with for, which was a solitary experience. Consuming entertainment products mostly are. Gaming maybe is a little bit different. Uh and then you want more of it. So you're like, you can keep reliving this thing. Uh and it's kind of like it's like nostalgia. You know, we were just talking about that. And I feel like that's kind of what these conventions are. Is this thing that you loved. It resonated with you at some point and it's become embedded in you. You go to the thing, you dress up as the character, it's like you celebrate yeah but i would i would celebrating but like when we were talking about nostalgia nostalgia being potentially a negative thing and i think that there's a component of that where it's like when you have when you consume the stuff and it resonates with you it's in and of a moment and then it's like you can't let go and i feel like that about some you know entertainment products that i have read and and liked and loved but like star wars i feel like that really right now a lot about because it's the one i was most into and now it's feel like I've been really hurt by the last one because it wasn't like what I want. And I'm like, uh, you know, but you go to the conventions, like you want to relive the thing. Like I've walked around in, you know, being an adult thinking in my head, I wish I had a lightsaber and just pretending to be a, like a Jedi. Cause you're into this stuff. But I'm like, it's a personal, almost a private thing. And I'm like, I don't, I'm just a, a bit yeah, but, of a solitary person, but, so maybe I don't get anything about going to the thing and being like, let's all pretend together and relive this glorious past when we love this thing. And it's I, like nostalgia in a place.
2: I think you're you're underestimating a little bit, though, the, the engagement part that you can do. Like, I mean, if you're a fan, if we're talking about, like, you know, fictional works that uh, re- really resonate with people, you know, you don't just spend your time reading it. You might spend your time... Like, if you're doing a crochet of a diorama of Game of Thrones characters, it's like, that's a creative endeavor that's worth someone's time. Like, you can stay engaged in the content and create your own content. you might not be a show writer or can't create your own fan series on YouTube necessarily, but you can write your own fan fiction, You the costume stuff. Like, you might disapprove of it, but at the same time, this these are put it, people putting creative practices... ...in use to create things and their works of art. They don't need to justify their existence to... ...even if they are cribbing a commercialized product... ...and you'd say something original would be much better... uh, ...it's still not unworth someone's time... ...to spend practicing their art using it. Like, we all stand on the shoulders of great ones. So, if you wanted to make a costume... ...and the costume you wanted to make was Overwatch characters... That that doesn't actually devalue your effort in making those things. And certainly, some of these cosplay things that are a frequent show at entertainment style conventions are incredible, and they're super yeah, they, fun.
0: They they are, but again, it's it's around. See, because I would like I would differentiate that from something like say LARPing, which I'm not I've never tried or been into. But like LARPing seems to me it's like it's like it's like D and D, but you act everything out and you make costumes and you build these stories that I think is it is like you know that's a creative endeavor you're building something new that's a personal experience yeah. but this whole like you know you're like it's it's driving someone's creativity to make this new thing I, I don't really see it that way I see that all that stuff it's like it's like I mean you going back to your analogy about the paying homage it's like that it's like praying on a thing it's like this thing that you're becoming obsessed with and you can't let go and I always think of this example, I had this, um, my uncle was married to this woman when I was younger, and she was a big Star Wars fan, I think I've mentioned this before, and she rewrote the entire Star Wars trilogy with herself as a character who was a love interest for Luke Skywalker. That's awesome. And even, no, it's not awesome. It's awesome. A- it's awesome.
2: <laughs> I mean, it might but not you... have been well written.
0: When I, was, when I was 17, I realized that it was not awesome, I was like, this is kind of sad. No, it sad. Star Wars sad. is great, you're and wrong. I love Star Wars You're, too. you're wrong
2: about this. Completely. I don't think I am. It I might have been I'm terrible. I think you're 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 mistaking the fact that it's terrible wish fulfillment and bad yeah. writing with the fact that she went out and did something she thought was cool and creative.
1: That's a good thing. And you're just I, you're throwing the a, baby I, out with the bathwater. And I'm on team Bo on this one. I, honestly, like I I, I think you're as, ascribing too much negativity to the celebration of uh, of you know things that we find be it entertaining or that mark us be it emotionally or whatever. And yeah, with anything, it's possible to obsess and to be like crazy too into it and not be able to you know. But I don't think that the most people that who go to these Co- conventions are those people i think that they just are r- really into this thing and enjoy celebrating it maybe there's part of like not wanting it to, to end in a way or whatever but i mean i don't i don't think that that's the, the the main crux of it i think it's really getting together and celebrating something and i see that mostly yeah i mean positive. i think the,
0: i think the, the nostalgic connection is pretty dominant with, with yeah stu- did we
2: did we did we say nostalgia was overall bad like i mean well i know Nostal-
0: lean that way but i don't I see
1: didn't. this necessarily as nostalgia like yeah i can't be celebrating How something it not? nostalgia like is is like you're looking back at something from a long time ago if i if i read a book or get into a game that year one that i may still be playing and then i go to a convention for it i don't think that's nostalgia yeah, or like even in the case me. of
2: star wars there's new content even if not movie content there's new star
1: star wars i get there's like novels, star wars there's, definitely there's, there's I, novels I get novels and comic nostalgia. books and role-playing
2: games like
1: oh, there's there's new content but for yeah. someone like me personally yeah. it's nostalgia yeah
2: okay
1: uh, like that's sure. the key on that but like if i go to, to to uh blizzcon to see the latest overwatch shit it's not nostalgia it's like because i'm into overwatch right now you know like that's I, yeah but I, you're you're
0: teasing them apart and i understand that that yes yeah and i guess maybe we should take a step back a lot of these conventions are about current upcoming uh current community building and that's for sure true and that's not nostalgia i agree 100 percent. but some of these other ones de- definitely are like uh, where it's like oh, i've always loved this thing it doesn't exist anymore i'm gonna go to the I want right. to see Captain Kirk. It's original Star Trek. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, that is. And it's, and again, it's not even that it's bad, but I'm just a little bit like, it's interesting how it's like attachment, you know? um, It's like it's like a Buddhist thing. Like, you can't, you have to let go of these things. And I felt that a little bit with Star Wars recently, where it's like, I love this thing. Kind of have to let go of it, because it made me feel bad and sad when this latest movie did some things that really I didn't want. And I'm like, why am I feeling bad about this? It's stupid. I have this attachment to to something George Lucas made up I liked it that's great I what mean stage of that's grief it. Is, is that not this? enough you know and for me I think there is a little bit that where it can be enough to be like you can you can watch something you can see someone's creative work of art and be like I love that that was great and I'm not going to dwell on it you know, and, and I just feel like you can get
1: mired in this stuff. But is that, that better than, cel- than enjoying it and being like, I want to celebrate it? It's like, what's better is to just enjoy it and then put it aside. That's what's better. I don't know that that's what's better.
2: Yeah, I think that might be your preferred way to engage with content. But I think, objectively speaking, there's got to be, it can't be all or nothing, is what I'm saying. Like, I agree with you that, like, there's some bad writing. Uh, fan fiction and fan content is well known for its kitschy, terrible, tacky. You know, like it's rife with that. But what's not tacky is like people being passionate about pretty peaceful things on the whole. Like we talking about conventions and we're focusing in celebrities. But it's like there's another kind of convention. It's called a fucking gun convention where people go and celebrate their right to shoot people. And it's like.
1: That's a convention too. They're, Wouldn't they're that just... be a gun show, though? Like we sort of talked about that earlier. It's a, it was like the. Are
2: we strictly those... focusing on entertainment properties? I, I wasn't aware.
1: No, of that. no, but I mean, I guess it's. I guess you're right that there are like. I don't. I don't know if it's firearm conventions or or, or there like might be a hunting or I something f- that. Brings brings I feel like a I've group heard of people. It's called
2: as a gun convention. I've like a con. I guess a gun show is more colloquially
1: acceptable, or the proper
2: vernacular. But like,
1: it's just the difference between something that's about doing business and selling stuff to people, and something that's about like. But they all you know, are, right at the end. Of, like, there's the... they are, but but some it's on like on the, the pr- premises, whereas something like a, um, a Star Wars convention is more about getting you. Engaged with the brand to buy tickets to the latest thing, right? Or to participate, to go out and buy action figures. Yeah, you might be able to buy some things on site, but a gun show, or you know, you is buy about guns on like, a gun em- show. Yes, every kiosk would be selling different shit. You know, it's like yeah. a bit. You have to get a. You know, you come in and you know. can buy We're, buy whatever could, everywhere. Could,
2: we could dice it up that way, but I think still think it's a congregation of people with a shared interest. You know, coming from because miles around.
1: I'll be honest. For me, it makes a big difference, and and because I've been to actually a lot of trade shows, which is what a gun show yeah. is. In yeah. and I have very strong opinions. Uh, but these, about these those. comic
2: book like conventions, they're trade shows too for that industry. It's just the <clears> entertainment <throat> industry eats up more media time and attention, right? Like you don't see who's cosplaying at the gun show over on Kotaku. You know, it's like it's just it's just a different beast, but there's still conventions, but it's the one that's most prescient in our minds because we engage with it regularly on our you know social like where we're seeing content but the only time we ever hear about a gun convention is when they're selling guns to people they shouldn't be selling them to you know so oh it's another McCree at the gun
1: convention surprise <laughs>
2: it's high noon. Uh, yeah, All right. so.
1: i i'm uh, I'm more or less ready for verdicts on this. I know it's tough to tease apart, but like uh <laughs> Uh, I I think that sort of says something about the nature of the topic. Anyway, well, to I'm, show I'm my curious. Yeah, I think we should I'm establish
2: happy. it because I feel like it is a delineation that we should marker for our verdicts. No, what are you talking about? Well, is it just <laughs> entertainment properties, or are we talking about any kind of gathering for? no
1: no, but I mean, like it's any type of convention, just yeah. not trade shows. That's the thing. Yeah, the trade so show like,
2: thing gets a bit.
1: Different. There's prop. Oh. Oh, oh! I got one just to talk about. It. I can't believe I forgot these ones. Political conventions. <laughs> so, so the uh, like the big right. ones in the uh, the American uh, political season is like the the DNC, the Democrats uh, and the the Republicans have their have their giant conventions. This is where they um, they they have a lot of speeches from uh, you know significant party luminaries, and then the the speech. Of honor is delivered by whoever is their candidate for president, right? So, um, you know, uh, at, at the the Democratic one, it was Hillary Clinton, and then uh, the last one, and then it was uh, Donald Trump, and the other one. And there, are, those ones are so big; they're televised or whatever, and they get they bring bring together all the people that are registered, sort of party members, and. And, and this uh, and that to so it. But again, at their core, they serve the same purpose, bringing together people of a, a similar interest to celebrate their values and 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 beliefs and sort of like uh, adhere from the notable figures in their group. So it's the same like you go to an, a BlizzCon to hear from the Overwatch game designer. Well, you go to a Republican convention to hear from the, you know, head of the uh, Republican congressional, uh, uh, you know, um uh, uh, the head of congress the head of the senate you might hear you know this is your chance to hear the spe- speeches from those figures so even though it serves different purposes a, a little bit to me i don't see it that much different than um than the video game stuff or the the comic stuff or anything like that right. doesn't really change my opinion Good one yeah, yeah
0: let's let's move into verdicts um, all right uh, uh, let's stuff.
2: move into the verdicts let's bring <laughs> the animals one might say that the animals are a convention <laughs> for our verdicts. One <laughs> last verdict.
1: End the con. Order, order I said.
2: Before, before we go. get into verdicts, I can't believe we made it through this whole show. I wanted to make a point to bring it up: Is asking Crofton, because we all know the con that Crofton would go to, it would be CroftCon.
1: <laughs> and, and we just we didn't talk about that. I, just, I was yeah, surprised he it did. He up. was basically I like earlier, yeah, I said about You it. guys. I was talking at CroftCon. He talked. You to, said that. Yeah oh my yes. I blanked. And that. thanks also for said, listening to me, Bo.
2: Well, you guys he, go on for long periods of time. I have to take mental breaks. <laughs> 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 there's I think there's,
1: like, CroftCon? How about that? Huh? huh? How about that? <laughs> there's I'm so, like, so yeah, much to respond to at the end of what
2: any of us says, and it's like I need to start writing notes down. So I can pay attention. All right,
1: who it. wants who wants to go I'll first? I'll go first. I will. Go for it. Uh, uh, so conventions, uh, I'm going to just gonna say conventions are bullshit. <clears throat> and uh, the reason I say that is, uh, like, first off, I'm not generally interested in conventions. Uh, so I don't have a personal draw towards them. However, I think that if I went to one or the other in the right circumstance and all this on a topic that I like, I'd probably have a good time. So it's not like I'm I'm like oh I will never go to a convention, but they've never drawn me enough for me to want to go. So I mean that says something right there. Um, I appreciate the fact that a lot of people do want to go, and that is a great way to sort of uh, you know celebrate. Be it your fandom, your political affiliation, whatever, to meet sort of like-minded people, it's great to meet people of different viewpoints. Obviously, all the time, but like, it's 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 neat to have an avenue to to meet like-minded people. I like Bo's pilgrimage analogy for some of these um, uh, big conventions. But at the same time, like, there's a lot. Like, conventions are are big, loud, noisy, smelly. Um, the return on what you get. Uh, for all the effort you put to going there I see as being lower and lower especially with a lot of the big conventions being streamed online um, where you don't have to go through uh, all these hoops to see a two-minute trailer about an upcoming property that you may be interested in right like um, I I do understand the appeal it's not appealing to me Uh, personally there's a lot of messiness surrounding uh, conventions a lot of Loud noises, probably bad environmental impacts if I wanted to pick it apart even further. So because of that I'll just say that they're uh they're bullshitty. So bullshit. Okay. Uh
2: do you want the bullshit sound again? (laughs) No, no, no. It's okay. I got it. I'm good. You guys I gotta go next because I did host the show and I'll be doing the thing after and that's how we organize the show. So I will let Mike have the last word. But I will say I just answer this for me, guys as i lean we're done into my this verdict. Is verdict no then. i just need to know have you guys been to conventions or am i the only one who has been if only we had talked about this I on the show earlier we did oh, wait we did <laughs> we did but i want to confirm it because i'm like so so here's the thing is uh call you guys out a little bit and being like crofton you know how much you skate I think the last person interested in skating or wanting to hear opinion on skating is gonna to want to listen to me about skating. And I know we have to talk about the things, even if we don't know
1: a lot about them, on the show. But I would say, yeah, folks because honestly, if if you were limited to stuff you knew, but you can talk about <laughs> shit on this show. Well, uh-huh. it just so
2: happens this week I'm bringing it up, and I'm saying, uh, you feel free to shoot that back to me another week in retribution. But I will say, having been to. Two, In the past year, because I'm not a big expert either in that sense, that um, I would hold the same opinions as you. But having experienced it a bit has softened my view somewhat. So if I've been argumentative this show, particularly with you, Mike, I do apologize. But um, I actually think conventions are good when they're for you. I think we talked a little bit. I went to BlizzCon. Like, If it's for something you're not interested in, you're going to hate it more than life itself. But you would do yourself a disservice to roll them all up together. And I think it's because Nurtacular was just way more awesome for me uh, than BlizzCon. Because really Nurtacular was about a shared smaller community. And I sort of had a bit of expectation with that BlizzCon. But there were so many people already in their groups that it just felt... I felt a little disjointed or disconnected from it. But it was still cool to go. Um, That being said... Uh, I think all the disadvantages you guys have surmised (laughs) are probably true about it being stinky and packed. Um, So, I don't know. I feel like I need to go to more conventions before I actually can give a proper verdict on this. I feel a little iffy. uh, But I'm not going to cop out and give it a bullshit verdict. I'm going to give it a good bullshit. uh, a (laughs) A good verdict. Because I remain hopeful that I'll have, when I go to the next convention, a convention after that, I will have some positive experiences that make it worth it. But it's not something I'd ever want to do on a weekly basis. Like once or twice a year is more than enough.
1: A good verdict, also known as a bow cop out.
2: Hey it's not a cop out. I'm feeling good about conventions, so you feel good about everything. Um <clears throat> all right.
0: Um I didn't feel good about Last I'm, gonna, Jedi. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this a little bit because uh, um, I've I, I decided on what my verdict was quite a while ago and Bo who wanted to like crap on Crofton and I for not knowing anything about a thing which Crofton rightly threw back in his face uh, <laughs> but I'm going to say because my verdict is good for conventions.
1: <laughs> Ew. <laughs>
2: oh, this is interesting it's like and a heel so turn so the reason
0: so it was satisfying to do that because Bo had clearly assumed it was going to be bad or whatever um, this one, I feel like I ha- was a little bit, you know, when I decided, I was like, no, I'm going to say they're good, was that I was like, I have to pull, okay, I hate conventions. I do not like them. I will never go to them. I don't understand them. I don't know why anyone would write fan fiction or dress up as some character of a thing they liked. I don't understand it. I have a clear, strong bias against them. And I'm trying to temper that and be like, okay, look, they're not for me. I get it. They're really not. And I don't understand it. I'm comfortable being a loner. I'm comfortable doing my own thing. And I don't need community around the stuff I like. I like it. And I'm happy with it. I don't care what anyone else thinks. That's it. That's where I am. A lot of people like this stuff. Am I going to say they're all idiots because they're not like me? There's a lot of people not like me. And they're more or less benign. You know, it's like, if you want to go and celebrate Star Wars, like, okay. You want to dress up like Boba Fett? I'm like, I, you know, you like it? Okay, well, have fun, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a curmudgeon on the show. I can't bring myself to be like, look at all these people having a good time in something they like, and be like, they're all a bunch of idiots. I don't think that. I think they like, they're having fun, they're doing what they like. I mean, yeah, and my bias is so strong that even a bullshit verdict from me is clearly so biased, it's not worth the 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 spittle it's spat out on. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna say it's good. People like people like the things, you know. If you like them,
2: have fun. Uh, carpe, you know?
1: carpe diem, right? Holy I, shit, I that might be Mike's most mature verdict I've ever heard. Yeah, of. it was pretty incredible. I'm Learn from me, Crofton. Maybe you'll have one I'll, one day too. I, <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll have you speak at CroftCon. Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> do a
1: panel. You'll
0: be on the Crofton Aggrandization panel. Yeah.
1: What it's like giving like, one
2: mature verdict out of two hundred and thirteen verdicts. Yeah. I've had some. I like some. Of my verdict. Come on, God. Oh, on. this is. I'm just doing a bit. I'm just doing a bit. Crofton's <clears throat> oh, uh, doing a bit too. But okay, yeah. do yeah. the outro bit now. All right. Yeah, that <laughs> <done> bit. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you so much for hanging in for our bits This is actually a pretty entertaining episode If you'd like to send us an email uh, with your thoughts on conventions Or the pronunciation of Ryan Johnson To help clarify for these boobs um, You can do so by emailing us at goodbadbull at gmail.com And if you're listening to the show on Twitch Or somewhere, it's audio but you don't have it Go to goodbadbull.com That's where you can sign up and subscribe to the show. Find our links to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. And, um, you know, if you want to like us on Facebook and Twitter to find out stuff from us, go ahead and do that. And um, that's pretty much it. And now, this is the point of the show where we thank our patrons profusely for helping to fund the show. Keep us on the air, so to speak. Uh, We really appreciate the support. If you've been listening to the show and want to support us for... What is arguably less than half a cup of coffee a month, and pretty soon with the increase in minimum wage, at least here in Canada, it'll be a quarter of a cup of coffee a month. Um, you can do so at patreon.com slash goodbadbull. Uh, it actually makes a big difference. To help us keep the show on the air. We really appreciate not having to, to pay for stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's good. So please come help contribute. Thank you to the folks who do and your continued support. All right, finally, finally. If you want to find out more about our individual product uh, projects and what we're doing, what conventions we'll be attending, um, you can do so by following us at our individual social media places. Mine is Bo Schwartz. Crofton, if our listeners want to find out more about where they can find you, where can they do that?
1: If they want memberships to the 35th annual CroftCon, they can uh, reach out to me at Steers on Twitter.
2: Sweet. And Michael, if our listeners want to find out more about you. diamond
1: I anniversary. You? <laughs> I think that's
0: 75.
1: Shut up, Hodgins.
0: Um, yeah, my Twitter is at MLHodgins. You can probably follow someone else's account. It'll be more interesting than mine. Hmm. Well... All right, and you know, Hard sell. I'm kind I don't of tweet that, much. You know, come on, what's Twitter all about? This
2: we don't have a large enough. My... We don't have a large enough listener base to warrant this at this point.
1: But I would to really be fair, love. To I don't do... think I've got one listener from our pitch of but... Twitter account at the end, or one <laughs> follower.
2: But I would. Yeah, it's true. We should get rid of it. Actually, it takes up a lot. of time.
1: Twitter. Yeah, but I'm I don't know. To... I I just I'm not sure. Maybe I've gotten a follower before based on it, but if you if probably so, have, right?
2: we've had people, you know, Wicked, Kitten, and Clown Baby, and stuff like that. You know, we got some decent followers out of this. Oh, that's
1: true. Maybe, yeah, maybe. yeah.
2: You're just you're just feeling down. We do the show I'm Thursday just... nights, the sin of the week. He just argued. He's that down
0: to... because attendance at CroftCon was in the toilet this year. <laughs>
1: Hey Hodgins, Also what a coincidentally, CroftCon that's was Just held asked this podcast. I
2: told you I was busy that day. Coincidentally, CroftCon was held in a toilet. I don't know
1: what that means.
2: Oh. Um <laughs> The the, the, the thing I... is I want us to do a live good batter bullshit at some I want Oh to I know somewhere... you do. It's
1: always been a thing. Do it hey, at can bar. I, or... Can I make an official announcement?
2: Oh yeah, sure. Oh, official announcement. Let me make a sound for you here. Yeah. Bam! <laughs> there you go, bam! <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
0: You just got daytime talk radio, Crofton.
1: So this is a this is an announcement for those of you who watch the video feed on Twitch, uh, which you can do. There's a video version of the show. I think what was it archived on YouTube as well?
2: Yeah, youtube.com. I think it's slash goodbadbull, or it might be goodbadbull show. But you can find so, the links at goodbadbull.com.
1: So here's the deal, video viewers for the past 4 years of doing this show you have got to look at the beautiful shelves behind me sometimes they were stocked with children's paint other times they were stocked with video games really we've been through a lot together these shelves this desk me but as of next week i'm moving houses that's right you heard it here first what? i am going to move to a new house my whole family's going to come with me we're gonna live in this new house, and it's gonna likely have a new backdrop here. So it's probably not gonna be this anymore. This is the last episode that you will see this backdrop. So that's
2: amazing. So, yeah, it's so not that's let's, let's give you some fanfare and hey! oh are Moving. And I was Bam! gonna say, for anyone interested in.
0: In digging up an Easter egg, there's one episode where Crofton's background is a soiled mattress. <laughs> that's true. You guys probably remember that's that. That's true. What <laughs> episode is? If you if you find out what episode that was, we'll send you stickers. How about that? Oh, I like that. Tell us what challenge. episode. Challenge.
1: Yeah. Challenge. It, so the challenge is you had to listen to this entire episode first of all. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, zero. So okay, <laughs> looks like we're done. Uh, <laughs> to say good i also would have said good yeah, just I know. like that's I the best have... part is i knew that i don't know what to do with that even to be like oh it's so much good
2: are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.